Hi guys, this is Sam here, and I just wanted to welcome you to the safe space, a little corner of the internet that I have created and I want to dedicate to speaking about my own personal experiences and for others to share their experiences about life and about growing up, speaking about the good and the happy, but also shedding light on the difficulties that life can throw our way and how we deal with them. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hi guys and welcome to episode one of this podcast. Today I am joined with my dad Colin and he is going to be speaking about his life growing up in Barbados in the 70s and what it was like growing up in a household and with parents who didn't encourage speaking about emotions, didn't encourage speaking about feelings and what that was like for him and how that hindered him as he grew up and also we're going to touch on the topic of therapy and why my dad seeked therapy. So this is my dad, Colin. Say hi. Hi there. <laughs> hi, Sammy. So do you want to give a little, what it was like growing up as a child sure. in Barbados with your, sure. how your parents were? So. Well, I grew up mainly in Barbados um, and my parents were very, uh, they were both expats and most of their friends in Barbados were expats as well. So we have a, a very small circle of friends, um, they did at least. and. Um, as Sammy said, they were sort of these type of parents that never showed any sort of emotion um, and you certainly couldn't have gone to them to say, you know, I'm not feeling good about this or this is a problem or and there would have been no sort of way of them helping me. Um, even if they wanted to, I don't think they knew how to do it, um, probably from their upbringing, um, from their parents had no coping skills yeah. or anything like that. And um, <clears throat> school also was a very difficult sort of place to maneuver because um, everybody had to sort of look the same way, dress the same way, um, watch the same films, and anybody that stood out in any form at all in any way would sort of be picked on, and um, that would obviously not have gone well either. Yeah. And school was kind of a frightening sort of place. Everybody's appeared to be scared of the teachers as I was yeah. and um, not not a good place to be at either certainly for nothing to um, you couldn't show any sort of weakness whatsoever because that would obviously be then a place where people could sort of pick Target it you. yeah pick yeah. at your um, chinks in your armor and um, yeah, that wouldn't have gone well either so. yeah and you didn't really feel like would you say that was like the upbringing you had, would you say that was probably very similar to your parents? Like, was that kind of the norm, do you think? I think so, I think so. I mean, I think most people in, of sort of my, maybe kids that had younger parents might have thought differently, but I think pa parents that would have been at a certain age and had been through certain things, like maybe living through the World War, they would have, um, they would have definitely not encouraged any sort of Emotion. any emotions <laughs> at all. Just keep all of that undercover because we got you know a big job to do here, and you've got to just get through it and yeah. don't you know don't show any sort of weakness or you know something. Yeah, you know. and do you think maybe you were hypersensitive as a younger person, or I think so. Yeah. I think even as an older person, I'm hypersensitive to to things like that. Yeah, um, I've met people that I've been to school with 
and talked to them and they thought school was the greatest thing they'd ever done. And I don't, you know, I'm not really sure where they were when I was at school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it wasn't um, the same for you. Yeah, it wasn't the same for me, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you think, so growing up, obviously, your parents weren't hugely emotional. Like, what sort of, did you feel love from them? Like, was that something that they ever showed? Or? No, they, they definitely would not have shown that. Once again, I think there was a saying, you know, sort of, oh, I can't remember what it was, but if you t tell a child that they're doing well or something or give them any sort of praise, it makes them go silly. Makes them go soft or <laughs> something. Oh my yeah. gosh. So you don't, you know, you obviously don't do that. You know, you sort of say, well, you did, you know, you, you know, I see you got an A in math, but you know, this C is absolutely disappointing that you got in English. So yeah. don't, you know, don't ever, don't ever sort of, um, congratulate you for an A, yeah. but tell you about the C and how much better you can do. And I mean, even on all the reports and stuff, it would always be, Oh, satisfactory, um, could do better on yeah. almost all my things. I mean, it, you know, it was never, well, we were really happy with what happened this year. Yeah. It would never have been that. They never I think, praised the other things. I don't it was think always... there would ever be any praising. And I think yeah. that, that was, as I say, considered, you you know, you tell praise someone and then they start taking things for granted, you know, so you'd never want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of the way your, your parents thought mm -hmm. and... Yeah. And and all of their contemporaries I believe would have been the same way, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't have got any praise for anything. Yeah. Uh unless you'd maybe done something extra specially well. And how did that make you feel feeling that there was well, no obviously, praise for anything? Yeah. Obviously yeah, you, you you know, you're trying your hardest to, to do well at school or do well with your behaviour or whatever, but you don't ever sort of get that affirmation yeah. um from them. So that obviously is not good because you never think you're good enough yeah. and you never think you're loved by your parents so you're not even sure of love from your parents yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is almost critical to in my opinion to every human being yeah and then growing up into teenage life and you'd hang out with your friends and the boys that you'd hang out with what was that like like how did you have to act because me knowing you as my dad and as knowing you only as you being an adult parent, yeah. and I know you as like such a compassionate kind caring you listen to people and like a lot of people say that about you I'm not just mm. saying this because I'm your child or yeah. anything so what were you like as a teenager and did you have to feel you had to fit in by being different well no you 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 had to you had to conform to how everybody else was acting you know you couldn't you couldn't sort of be this sort of person that would you know, or not playing, not coming to play cricket or whatever, or I stub my toe and I'm going to go home and cry. You know, you just have to get over it and yeah. and uh, you know. You couldn't show much. No. Love to things or love no, to animals, or sure. I don't know about animals or what. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. As you say, like. <laughs> Every yeah, the person you know, you'd have to be the person that could throw rocks the straightest, and you know. Rather than pick up a dog you know, and and show love to it, you you know hit it with a rock because everybody else thinks that's the greatest thing to do. Yeah. And um, that is not who I am. So that obviously was like a mask that you would have to be wearing just to just to fit in with the fellas, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know later on in life you told me like I I can't remember what sort of age it was, but you started to go into this depression type and type feeling I guess and yeah. do you feel that 
depression was something you experienced as a child growing up, maybe not because of having, like being able to show emotion or not, not necessarily. It might've been, it might've been something to do with that because you would not have, you would have kept all your emotions uh, tightly hidden and never let any, any weakness out to, to, to show to other people. So that obviously living that way is not a good way to be either because yeah. if you've got problems or something and you can't get to the root of them or find out what why it's causing that I think that then causes anxiety which is then fear driven and then you actually become depressed yeah. and I've, I think I started getting depression from my early 20s um, into my 30s and 40s um, it would sometimes be short episodes, sometimes last as short as two weeks, sometimes as long as a year, year and a half of, of just not really ever getting out of that depressive state. And um, uh, you really have to find help, get help and seek help. Was that available? To you no, as a younger person, definitely, definitely not. not, and that yeah. was, I'm sure, not encouraged. Definitely by, not encouraged, because yeah. once again, that would be like, oh, you're almost ready to go to the lunatic asylum, you know. Yeah. And you know, from my, like, just looking at what how the way my parents would have looked at that as being, well, you know, we we don't want you know anybody to know well that there's something wrong mentally with this person or whatever then they, they make go you know might have to be put in a in a mental asylum you yeah. know and that was a real possibility yeah definitely back then i back guess then for sure um so what was it that kind of drove you to to go and when did you start going mm, i can't really remember it might have been as early as my early 30s yeah i started to seek out different techniques speak to therapists um try different different things um Sometimes you try one therapist and it doesn't work and you have to go to someone else that you're maybe more compatible with. Um, and that certainly started to help. You need to get that sort of um, outside, um, you know, unless you've got a really good trusted friend that, that you could go to with something like that. You really need to have someone that's a compassionate person that will listen to you and sort of yeah. ask you the the right pertinent questions that maybe lead you to figure out yeah. what's wrong because I, I I knew that there was something wrong because I didn't have anything really to be depressed about so the depression is not really from an actual incident or some deep dark secret that you may have it's it's normally it's normally from from just everyday problems that come along yeah. and if you're susceptible to anxiety and depression it builds up, it builds up, up. and yeah, and it just yeah. keeps coming out, and then it goes away, and then it comes back again, and that's that's how depression is. Yeah, for sure. Did you like? Did you ever feel like ashamed to go, or that it was ever like you were embarrassed to tell people, or was that never? Well, I never really spoke about it. Really, I mean, uh, there was nobody to really tell about it either. Yeah. You know, um, so. Um, because I know you were very, like, you know, even though your upbringing was so different to how you've raised my brother and yeah. I, and 
obviously growing up that's all you knew was no emotion no feeling no crying no saying how you feel but for, with us you were completely different which i am eternally grateful for you've right. always been yeah. speak to us when you're sad if you need to speak to someone more, you know more we'll passionate get, if it was something you couldn't help yeah we'll give we'll give we'll get, get let you know get it, it for yeah. you and that was always so encouraged and something that i've grown up with and something i'm very not yeah i guess i can say passionate about i think that it's such an important tool and it's it's sad because i feel there's this stigma still around therapy even though we we still break we're breaking down that stigma but there's still the stigma that you only go to therapy once you've quote unquote failed yeah like you know until you've reached the end and that like there's no other hope or like it's almost you've succumb to the weakness but that's so not the case because no. i believe when you go to therapy or you choose to go it's because you're saying there's something wrong with with hap with right now there's something with an aspect of my life yeah, i'm not happy with, with i can't deal with it but i'm willing to go and see if someone Some, can help me someone and someone can help you yeah. it has helped me yeah and it helped, i know it's definitely helped me as well yeah. and it's definitely something that people should give a try to you know especially yeah. when they find it overwhelming and starts to affect you know the way you sleep and the way you know things like insomnia and not eating properly or eating in the wrong way um all of those things are i think part of of that depre depressed problem you know people use that use eating as a coping skill i think yeah. to 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 cover up other things just like drugs and alcohol and all these other things that aren't very good for you yeah and I feel that I know with you, for example, you you had this kind of guilt around depression because you felt, what do I have to be depressed about? Yeah. And I think that's probably what a lot of people struggle with because yeah. they're like, I don't have anything to be depressed yeah. about. What am I going to speak to the therapist about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny how <laughs> yeah. very swiftly you speak at a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and you just yeah. open, just be, just be not necessarily vulnerable, but just start talking. And stuff will come out, and you know, and it may not. It's not going to be earth-shattering things, but sometimes what it is is it might be a, a thought, uh, and then when you take that thought out and reanalyze it again, you think, hey, that wasn't really, you know, what happened that time was not as bad as what I have had that bottled up inside of me thinking it was so bad, yeah. because you can then bring it out, look at it again, and say, well, you know what. Maybe that wasn't what I thought it was, you know, yeah. or it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And then you can repackage that, put that back inside you again. And and then you can move on to something else. And it's just a way of of maybe looking at, at things in a different in a different way, you know, yeah. because your mind can pay, can definitely play tricks on you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, that's amazing. And I'm, I think that, yeah, as I said, therapy is an amazing tool and just yeah, growing up in this this country, I know that you said that there was always that quote unquote "be a man," like yeah. whatever the hell that means. What does that even mean? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> We're still trying to figure that yeah, out. But it's like, and someone brought this to my attention the other day about Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah. the actor. Uh -huh. How in every single film he's in, he's always this tough guy, this big guy, this you know intimidating uh, this deep, deep voice, voice and, kind of uh, intimidating people yeah. i don't know all movies but and the ones shouts, i've seen he at shouts least. and louder than everybody yeah, and else he gets and, on and he fights and stuff yeah. and like i fear that this is like an ingrained way that men maybe i could be wrong i'm not man but have this way that they kind of have to be this person and they can't show feeling and fear and yeah. emotion and 
want to cry to their partner and they need someone to look after them too i feel that's just been so like no you can't be like that because no, that's exactly you don't do that you don't but do that it shouldn't exactly. be like that i don't think it should for sure yeah I don't know what everybody's trying to be so big tough about. Yeah, you know? I guess it <laughs> doesn't really the, help. <laughs> they, and the funny thing is, is the people that are shouting the loudest are the ones that need, need the help, help more than That's anyone. Sure. And that Definitely. is Definitely. Yeah. And they're yeah. the ones probably that will never go and find help, you know? Yeah, which is very unfortunate. Which is hopefully what this is for. Yeah, hope. this is kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on and no being vulnerable. Yeah. And I'm sure, sure some of that wasn't comfortable 100% no. but that's the whole point of what this is so well thanks, thanks for having me Sam. Thank you. do you have anything else to say no that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> thank you okay. bye so thank you so much for listening to today's first episode I really hope that you guys found it interesting we were really nervous recording this so thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and I hope that you guys stay tuned for the next episode Bye.